What's up, everybody? It's your boy Mike Ayers with our community now, and I'm here with Mother of the Year, Miss Elise Sambrano. So, what made me earn that title, Mike? <laughs> Do you really just think because... I'm the Mother of the Year? No, I just <laughs> just being polite. Sorry. I'm sorry. I hope that wasn't too loud. <laughs> That was a really quick response. No. <laughs> okay. Um, well, Kristen would kill me if I told, no, said yes. So. Kristen is the mother of the year right now. She is carrying a child, and that deserves mother of the year for sure. Oh, you said that, not me. No. Yeah. Well, before we get started today, I just want to remind you guys that this is brought to you by PIN. Don't settle for the audience the competition wants to give you. Let PIN create the audience that you need. Visit them today at PINBN.com. So, so we're back here in Penn Studios. Happy 2020, Elise. Thank you. 2020. Yes. Clear vision. This is Barbara Walters for 2020. <laughs> but we're back. Another week, another year, and another parental troubles. Yes. Yeah. And Grace's life is so grand. And so here Sometimes we go. Sometimes too grand, don't you think? <laughs> Sorry, guys. I'm a little negative today. She said that. I'm a little negative. I'm getting over uh, not feeling that great after last week's. I said I'd never get sick. But not to worry, kids. She still loves you. Knock on wood. Yes, I do. I still love you. You guys know that. So what are we talking about today? Um, I know we got a couple interesting topics on gender. Yeah. So I don't know. We were kind of trying to figure out some topics of that would be a good fit. And um, Hold on to your belts. <laughs> I mean, there's a ton to talk about with parenting, but you know, like we want to like actually uh, focus on the good stuff. So um, I think right now I was kind of thinking about, so have you ever been a stay at home dad, Mike? Actually, I have. Um, really? Yes. In 2009, when Riley was born, I was actually, uh, I laid off of my job mm -hmm. and um, I was actually a stay at home dad for a, a, a full year. Wow. Okay. So you really got, oh, yeah. got the experience of oh, yeah. doing that. Yes. So I think like what I kind of want to talk about today is um, the, you know, being a stay at home parent, whether you're a stay at home dad or a stay at home mom and like the difference, I mean, like you, th the, the way that you think it's going to be, you know, and compared to what it actually is. And also the experience of a working parent, you yeah. know, um, so, I mean, what were the biggest things that, I, I don't know, what were the biggest eye openers as like a stay at home dad? Oh man, it was, well, first off, before I explain this, let me say to all the stay at home parents, both moms and dads, uh, my, I salute you because yes. there's no way I can do it again. Mm -hmm. Um, but I mean, of course, if I had to, I would, but <laughs> It will not be my first choice because, you know, it is a real eye, eye opener because one, if you rather be at work than at home with your newborn baby and, you know, things like that, that just shows how hard it is. <laughs> it's definitely hard. Yeah, yeah it um, is. Mm -hmm. What was it? Six weeks? I think six weeks. Kristen went back to work. When after Riley was born, yeah, June two thousand nine, so you know out in out on the East Coast, humidity is like a hundred degrees, oh. um, you know, and it's just it's blazing hot, so you can't go anywhere with 
you know, your six week old baby because he's just, especially with me, I didn't have AC in my car at the time. So, mm-hmm. um, so it's just basically at home and, um, we bonded and not last, I'll just stop lying. <laughs> it was very hard. I mean, number one is waking up, uh, Early in the morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't get to sleep in. No, there's no sleeping in. No. Um, I mean, not like with work, you don't really get to sleep in either. But it's kind of like you get up, you take a shower, you get dressed, like you have your routine. Yes. Like with, when, you have, when you're at home with a kid, it's kind of like... There's no waking up and taking a shower. No, you're like on their schedule, yeah. right? And when you wake up, you're waking up beginning, like going straight to the kitchen and getting ready to feed the baby. Yeah. And yeah. it's not like, you know, oh, wake up, go get your coffee, sit down and eat your breakfast, stuff like that. Nah. It's yeah. like you wake up and boom, you start your day. And it's very hectic for me. Um, and I'll be the first to tell you, I am not a great stay-at-home dad because <laughs> I literally go bonkers. Well, I mean, it's it's kind of understandable. Like, I think especially as like a stay-at-home dad, you don't really have that. I mean, even for women, it's kind of hard to like find your your group, you know, like like some people that you can relate with because a lot of parents are working parents yes. like we are right now. But um, I think especially for dads, like I could imagine that that would be tough. It was tough. And like my friends wouldn't come over because <laughs> they knew – um. Yeah, Mike's at home, but yeah, 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 he's home with the baby. So he's not available. Yeah, he's not available. <laughs> we'll wait till Kristen comes home, and then we'll go see him. But like during the day, I couldn't have anybody come. You know, uh, keep me company. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm not gonna lie. Anybody to help? Yeah. Um, yeah. Kids were at school. Kristen was at work. Um, and literally, I was. It was just me. And Riley had reflux. Oh, when she was that young, that's so tough. it was. Oh my goodness! So yeah, that will push your limits. Is oh my your gosh! Sanity. But then again, it it made me. Uh, <laughs> how can I say it? Find myself, because <laughs> um, I knew I just can't lose my my yeah. cool and stuff like that. Like I literally had to, mm-hmm. uh, you know. <sighs> Who's uh okay, Riley? Here you go. Let's eat. Yeah, or, especially with a baby, because it's like they're not doing anything wrong. They're just, you know, I mean, I mean, they don't know. They just want to be fed, or they're having issues like with yeah. reflux or need a diaper change or whatever. So it's not like and she can, would only take like hour. She would only take hour naps. Um, uh, she yeah. wouldn't sleep for like three or four hours during the day. It was uh-huh. just like one hour. Then the reflux gets her, and then she's like crying for half an hour. Oh, so it, yeah, it was crazy. So I salute to all you stay-at-home parents, yes. especially those who are doing two and above babies. Yeah, not sure how you guys do that. Yeah, mm, it's tough. And I think so. Would you say that like the biggest thing you took from it was just a, a new respect for? you know, people that are, are stay at home parents. Absolutely. Like, like um, so <laughs> this is, this is pretty funny, but when, when I was the stay at home dad, I would literally binge watch 16 and pregnant on MTV. <laughs> <laughs> so, would and you I grab would, your tissues and no, I wouldn't actually, <laughs> I, I would say like, 
oh my gosh, what the hell's wrong with these kids? Blah, 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 blah. Why are they complaining? Blah, blah, blah. Look at me. I'm sitting here with the kid, baby crying. Blah, blah, blah. And they're all like, ah. but they have their parents to help and yeah, yeah, things yeah. like that. And I'm like, well, where the hell are my parents? <laughs> Even though I'm grown, but. Hey, well, when, when you are, I mean, when you're when in you're that, that zone, yeah, yeah, you yeah. don't care who it is. You need help. For sure. For sure. And you could be super mom, super dad. I don't care who you are. You never have it figured out. Oh, yeah. No. It's crazy. And that's why I have much respect to, I mean, I have respect for all parents. As oh, long as yeah. you love your kids, you know, to the moon and back mm-hmm. and, you know, you would do anything for them. Oh, yeah. You know, but just, you know, that is... Talk. Crazy, you know. Um, when I was a stay at home, a stay at home mom, I had similar issues there. And but I think the biggest issue for me was actually transitioning from being a stay at home mom to a working mom, because you have. I mean, I, so I was a stay at home mom for for nine years, um, and wow. you know, I did like we talked about some daycare and stuff to earn money at home. But when I went back into the workforce, I was like. It was so foreign to me. It was like, yeah. you know, like the cultures, you know, just like everything about it, especially because I didn't really have a career before, you know, I had kids. So it was kind of like a whole new thing, like the transition of everything. But I totally got like, you know, a perspective of both sides of it. Yeah. And it just re- makes you respect parents in general because <laughs> it's like, being a stay-at-home parent, you know, when you're a working parent, sometimes it's like, oh, they have so much time and, like, they can do whatever they want, which in some ways, like, I look back, I'm like, well, yeah, okay, like, when the kid had a nap, I had an hour or something, but what were you doing during that hour? <laughs> you know, you were, like, you know, catching up on after, something. After the first three months, I was actually looking for a job. Yeah. I, oh, I was I'm looking sure. for a job. I couldn't do it anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and... It's not like I didn't want to stay at home with my kid or nothing like that. It was just, you know, that wasn't for me. Now, the other thing that I learned about being a stay-at-home dad was how to control um, my anger, my stress, my um, – I don't know how to control my stress anymore, but back then – got to put yourself back there. Yes, Mike. I do. But <laughs> I can't – I'm not staying home with Kindle. Sorry. Oh, oh <laughs> That's okay. Is that happen. the disclaimer here? Yeah. But it's – you know, you you have to you learn. Okay, she's crying. She won't stop crying, um, and you learn to you have to deal with it. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's kind of those mother like motherly instincts. Yeah, and you know I hate to talk about this, but you hear, you know, parents going, you know, doing bad things to their children mm-hmm. because they're crying. Yeah, yeah, and mm-hmm. it's like you know I could never even think about doing that. Yeah. And, you know, that's when I found myself, you know, I I admit I was getting angry at times. I was getting frustrated, but I, it literally taught me how to, you know, channel those frustrations and stuff like that. It's just, you know, okay, breathe Mm -hmm. and then do your parent thing. It really does because I mean, what else, you know, are you going to do? Like, especially when you have those moments where you're like, ah, and then you look at the kid and they're like, yeah, you know. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, how do you think fathers and mothers do things differently when it comes to 
being a stay-at-home parent? Like, because mm. I know, I mean, we are different, right? I mean, oh yeah, absolutely. Women and men, like mothers and fathers, we do things differently. So when <laughs> it comes to being a stay-at-home parent, like, how do you think? What do you think the differences are? And it depends on the age, um, because you know, through let's just say, you know, towards the end when Riley was learning how to crawl and walk, um, I would. I'm, what, how do I say things without getting in trouble? On this thing? <laughs> um, There's no judgment. I would, I would literally be, you know, have more freedom to let her. I would literally box. I don't know how mothers do it, so I don't know if this is different or not. But I would box her in. Mm -hmm. You know, the room that I'm in, I would box her in, and just, you know, you know, of course, make sure it's baby proof and stuff. But and then I would just let her go at it. <laughs> I would sit there, watch I'm Sports sorry. Center or something, and then just let her crawl around and play with the toys. Um, no, I think that's honestly, and it's so funny because I think, so, and I think that's great. Like, I have no issues with that at all. I think it's just funny that some, a lot of women feel like the pressure of like doing things like 100% right, yeah. I think. You know, when it comes to like, all the things that, you know, all these baby books say and all the things that these blogs say. And now, you know, and you're like, oh, well, I can't let them cry for this long. Well, now they're saying let the kid cry. But you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like just following all the steps the right way. And I've found that men, most men, I don't feel like are bothered by that as much. Like they just do it their way. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. Do, would you agree? For, My mean, wife tells me I have it all figured out. So, I mean, <laughs> I know everything. Like sarcastically, she says that? Of course, sarcastically. <laughs> yeah. Good she, job, Kristen. I say the same thing to, but to Trevor. I don't know. It's more of a uh, manly thing, I guess. Just yeah. letting, just going with the flow. Um, it's, it, I don't know. I just think it's interesting that women care more about, like, the like how they're going to look in some ways like as a mom yeah um and if they're doing something wrong or not you know than men because i used to keep riley in her pajamas all day long kristen would come home and be like what is this you didn't at least change your clothes yes. I, I mean i changed her diaper when it needed to be changed but oh, i didn't change her clothes because mm -hmm. we're inside we're not doing anything <laughs> Um, it's the logic, right? Yeah. It's like the logic that comes. It's like, we're not doing anything. We're hanging out at home. No need to change. But when we went out, trust me, my daughter was pimped out. <laughs> she was. But when she's at home, I don't know. I'm just the person that's like, I don't know. Kristen has this thing where when the kids wake up, they need to change. Yeah, I'm the same way. Me? I'm like, if we're not going anywhere, doing anything, whatever. Just yeah. You know, make sure you got pants and shirt on. But, you know, I think that's like a woman thing. Like, that's kind of what we're, you know, a mom thing. You know, it's like. I'm more of a woman thing. <laughs> fashion. They got to look good walking around the house. It's like, I don't think it's fashion. I think it's just you, like, as a mom, you're like, okay, this is what I have to do. Like, this is the way that it has to be done. Like, at least that's what goes on in my mind. And it's not a negative thing. Right. I think it's more like to keep your sanity in a way. It's like you have your routine. But, um, I now, mean... You know what I've noticed is that a lot of people, um, like, and this was, you know, this... And then I didn't have it all figured out, but, you know, I was a parent still. But then I was like, you know, I noticed that a lot of people, when their kids are first born, like the first several months, they're 
people, uh, parents are doing nothing but holding their baby. Oh yeah. I was totally opposite. Yeah. I would not, you know, only when, when she had, <clears throat> excuse me, when she had the reflux and everything, yes, mm-hmm. I would pick her up because, you know, there were things that, you know, that would help her that I did like uh, rubber back and things like that. But other than that, I, Kristen to tell you I'm wrong, but I didn't hold her like, you know, a lot of people do. Yeah. Was there like a reason behind that? Like, were you wanting her to get accustomed to being by herself or was it just more like? So what I would do, like before she started crawling and walking and stuff, like we would sit on the couch. I would normally sit on the on the love seat mm-hmm. and uh, I would have her blanket out and then I would just have her there next to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just, you know, doing whatever she wanted to do. She She liked watching TV. Yeah. When she didn't even know what it was. <laughs> but she would just stare at the TV, and so yeah. that's when, you know, I would just throw a cartoon on. And that's the thing. With babies, it doesn't necessarily need to be anything. Yeah. If it has bright colors and things like that, oh, yeah. they love it. Dude, baby Einstein. Yep. Like, do you remember those? When my son, like, well, that was like 14 years ago, but that was like all he he liked them. Like, someone bought it for us, like, for our baby shower or something. And like, he would sit in front of that thing and like be so mesmerized by all this yeah. stuff. And then people would say, well, don't sit your babies in front of the TV, this and that you're teaching them wrong. Actually, technically, you know, it's good because they see colors, they mm-hmm. see, you know, and yes, I mean, you shouldn't have them. You shouldn't sit them in front of the TV all day long, right. but remember they're just a baby. Yeah. So it's all about uh, balance, people. If you no. tell me one baby that can sit in front of a TV all day long, please let's bring them onto the show. I know, right? Because oh, wow, don't know one baby that will sit in front and and just sit somewhere all day long. Yeah, period. Really, it's most of the time it's like you if you're trying to fold clothes or if you're trying. It's very to, helpful. Yeah, it is. Like when you have like even twenty minutes to just do something. Yeah, I would be on the computer, you know, looking for a job, doing my resume or what have you, yeah. and she's right here just playing along and you know, of course I made it to where she can't fall off the couch or anything like that, but you know, she's doing her thing, doing what babies do. Yeah. They you know, they can't walk, they can't crawl, so they just sit there, play with their toys and stuff like that. Would you wear those little um Oh god, now I I forget what they're called, like a baby sling? A baby bajorn. What is a oh, baby bajorn? Yeah. What is it? Bjorn. Bjorn. I think yes, the J I, is I did. silent. <laughs> I, I used know. to. I, I would Bjorn. do it every now and then. Yeah. Yeah. That was helpful, right? Yes. Did you have like the one that like was like, because nowadays like the ones that they have are kind of like the sling that goes around. It's not really like the Yeah, we didn't seat. have that. We had the one where it just goes over the shoulder mm-hmm. and then she just sit right there and then... <laughs> Yeah. I want to see pictures, Mike. That's cute. What do you you act like you don't believe this? <laughs> no, I do. I do. I believe it. I believe it. But yes, salute to all you stay-at-home parents. Yeah. I I give you, you know, much respect, much love, much whatever yeah. you want. You know, you you got it because yeah. there's no way I could do it ever again. I think like the hardest I think the thing I struggled with most sorry. The thing I struggled with most (laughs) as a stay-at-home mom was um, I think like not – so, you know, it's fulfilling to be a parent, right? Like it it is. It's it's fulfilling to be a parent. But at the same time, it's – you're not challenging your mind. You're not really doing creative things. You're really serving all day. Oh, yeah. You know, like that's all you're doing is serving. You're not really doing a lot for yourself. 
unless you're, you know, have time to exercise or something like that, which I do think is really important when you're a stay-at-home parent because that's literally probably the only thing you do for yourself. But did you struggle with that whole like identity, like I'm losing myself type of thing? Like that's why I went to work. Yeah. After that year, I just in, right. Yeah, I I honestly I told Chris I was like, look. I mean, of course, Kristen wanted me to find a job, but it was also helping because we didn't have to pay extra for childcare or nothing like that. Yeah. But yep. yeah, she uh, just one day I was just like, look, I can't do this anymore. I, I got to go to work. I got to go back to work. Um, I got to. This is too much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I did find a job and I went back to work. And but <laughs> but the thing was, though, you know, when you first had the baby and, you know, you have that maternity leave mm -hmm. slash paternal leave Pater yeah. but then you know you drop the baby off at the babysitter for the first time yeah and you're like uh um i know it's that like internal struggle of i want a break but i yes. don't and then you feel guilty but you don't feel guilty that's where i was yeah. and i was like oh my you know i was that big tough guy i don't want to do this crap anymore blah 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 yeah. you know baby's got to go to the babysitter but then the first day I dropped her off as a babysitter, I was like, mm, you know, uh, yeah, I know. so. I can totally, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's how much sucked in I was getting. Yeah, so. which isn't a bad thing, you know. It's, it's okay. It, it's, it's okay. It is. But I mean, it, it's never, like, I think the, the thing that I wanted to. I'm sorry, to, I'm tearing up. Oh. Sight? Come on now. <laughs> All right. I didn't know whether I should, like, laugh Come on, or... man. Oh, man. All right. Oh, that's cute. Um, so I think, like, the biggest thing is, like, just supporting each other. Because, like, a lot of the time there's this, like, you know, in our in our society, it's like, oh, well, you're a stay-at-home parent or you're a working parent or, you know, like, whatever goes on. And it's like, you know, we just need to support each other because either way, it's freaking hard. Oh, yeah. You I, know, it's, I think all parents should support each other. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, the parent parent support groups, they're not a bad thing. Um, you know, those, you need somebody to talk to. Yep. And ladies and gentlemen, this is why we are here. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? We are people you could talk to because we've been through it. Mm -hmm. Yes. I have been a stay at home dad for a whole year. So yeah. I have experience. Yes. Like Elise has experience. So mm -hmm. I mean. Yeah. And I mean, when we post this. You guys are welcome to share your experiences. And, you know, we should be sharing other people's experiences on here because, you know, it's not just about us. We're just here to kind of be a voice for everyone else to yeah. kind of open up because, you know, parenting, it's 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 awesome, it, but it's also not super easy. No, it's very hard. I actually very uh, I, hard. I picked up some... Uh, uh, Our producer says it sounds easy to him, so, you know... Yes. Yeah. Very easy. Very easy, Josh. Super Very easy. easy, Josh. Super easy. You should easy. try it. <laughs> oh, man. So, Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. We can't tell you what he said. So I think, like, so I, I looked up this this blog on how to cope with the challenging the challenges of a stay-at-home parent. Mm -hmm. And challenge number one was feeling isolated, yes. which we kind of, like, talked about. You know, you kind of feel, like, a little separate from um, – Sorry, I'm being loud. That's very true. Being loud. Um, number two is not enough hours in the day. So kind of everything blends together, right? Because you have, I don't know. 
Don't we want less hours in a day? So you you feel like there's not enough hours in the day. Oh, okay. You know, like, like you you still have stuff to get done or something. Yeah, like like once your day is over, it's actually not really over. Oh You're doing yes, the same thing. Yeah. Okay, I understand it now. Yes, uh, I feeling agree. burned out. Oh my goodness. So we kind of talked about that. Yeah, definitely. Um, oh, and those Kristen's were home. Things. Here you go, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I used to do the same thing to Trevor. Now I look back and I'm like, oh, I feel so bad because like now working and doing that, it's like you're you know when you're staying at home, it's like oh, I can't wait till that person you know my spouse comes home. I'm just gonna hand them the kids yep. and I've been with them all day. But you're, you know, when you're getting used to working and, and you're coming home, you're exhausted too. So it's like, just remember that part of it. All you, all, everybody out there that is a stay-at-home parent is, it is, it's tough like for the other person that's at work, you know, coming home to yes, insanity. I know, I mean, in my house, <laughs> I know like sometimes I was like crying and I had the kids crying and I would be like, Oh my goodness. My hair was all in a mess. Jeez. <laughs> yes. I am weak sometimes. Sorry. See people, you usually see it in I'm the movies, real. but this is real. This, this is, is real, real stuff. Yeah. I mean, I had my cry closet, my friends. <laughs> you had a closet you cried in? My closet was called my cry closet. <laughs> Because I, that was like my therapy. Who else feels bad for Elise right now? Like I feel <laughs> really bad right now. Hey, the, no, it's nothing to feel bad about. I'm just trying to like relate with those people that are actually going through it. It's okay to cry sometimes, right? Did you ever cry, Mike? Did you ever have? Come on now. Hey, you just started crying right now. Yeah. I, <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> Never cried. <laughs> Did you have a cry closet? A cry? No. So what motorcycles Was are for. Is that just me? Oh, that's true. So you had your cry garage. Every reason why would I would like go 120, cars. 140 on the highway. and What? That is dangerous. I well, hope you were wearing a helmet. Better than a cry closet. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. What does a cry closet do for you? Yeah. Absolutely nothing. Kristen, Kristen comes home. Here you go, Chris. See you at dinner. Our producer just said you can you can call it a cry crotch. <laughs> Good one, Josh. Good one. Um, so yes. So yeah, that those are the main things. I it's think it's crazy, right? It's it's a crazy yeah. It's like I there are like sometimes have you ever talked to anybody and they ju were just excited to be a stay at home parent? Yes. Oh my gosh, I'm like. Hats off to you. Like, do I have more hats? Because I just want to give them to you. Yeah. It's like, how do you want to do this? Well, and it's like, I think the people that are excited have just never, most of the time, done it. Because mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like, once you do it, you realize the reality of it. But I mean, and then when you see them like a so year bad. later, they're totally different people. <laughs> that sounds. <laughs> I, you know, there were a lot of good things about it, though. Like being able to go to like the kid, you know, your kids activities like I know your your daughter was a baby but like when they get older it's kind of fun to like go to their like little kindergarten um plays and stuff you know yeah you're just trying to make me cry again it's not gonna work <laughs> I know they're, they're not they're not that age anymore but you're having another one yeah thanks reminding <laughs> me that I'm doing it all over again appreciate it Elise. she's coming soon real soon and within, you're gonna be able to go through all that again within weeks now that it that's a that's a special thing yeah, are you going to bring her in? You have to bring her in. 
Oh my goodness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Change the baby's diaper on the show. Sure. That's have, what you guys want to see? You know what? We should have Kristen come in and talk about all the, you know. Oh, I mean, we wouldn't show any private parts or nothing like that. I'd show you a dirty diaper, though. All you new parents out there want to know what a dirty diaper looks like. We, we can stink up Penn Studios all oh, day so long. Fast. Yeah, let's not do that. <laughs> okay, now we don't want to do it. No, I want the Did baby Did you forget to what in. it was like, Elise? I have not forgotten. When I see, you know, that kid going to the bathroom and it's shooting across the room, I will not ever forget that. And I'm not talking about number one. Oh, I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, like I'm talking, you know, all that other stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're talking about. I love the sound effects, Mike. <laughs> and the thing oh. is they never do it they always do it when you're out somewhere it's true yep. yeah or like they have this huge explosion and you have no why do you have extra idea? clothes in your diaper bag <laughs> 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 yeah <laughs> it's true join us for a little bit let me show you why yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. that's gonna be happening again soon would you say you wanted one more? Two I, more? Uh, no, I'm good. I'm good. But I will watch her for twins? you Twins? You want twins? Oh, what? Yeah, I will, I will take her for... <laughs> okay, see? Ladies and gentlemen, you heard it first if here you... at OCN Parental <laughs> Composure. I have a babysitter. I, I would be happy to. Okay. Because, you know, I mean, I haven't had a baby for nine years. That's so fine. It's, I would be happy to hold a baby all night. Mm. And I'm not going to tell you no. Okay. Well. When you want to start? Well, the baby has to be born first. Okay. Kendall when she's, has to be born. When she's born, okay. you can come up to the hospital, grab her, and take her for a couple of days. I will and... be coming to the hospital, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> yeah, so babies, stay-at-home parents. Yeah. Much respect. Our per- Yes, much respect to all the parents out there. Yep. Always, always. So there is there is one other subject I wanted to bring up. Yeah. To, to go off topic now. Mm-hmm. Um, what is? How do I? How do I ask you this? Like, how do you know when you push your kids too hard? Oh. When is the limit? That is a really good question. I'm asking for a friend. <laughs> <laughs> um. Dang. We are going through a lot of stuff. Yeah. In our family, so we are too. It's mm-hmm. you know, it's a good topic to talk about. Like yeah. mm-hmm. pushing too hard. I'm not gonna lie. I am one of those dads that always be like, I don't care how hard I push. I'm gonna keep pushing, pushing, pushing. Yeah. But I do understand there's a limit. I, I think that's you know, my husband's the same way because it's like that, you know, as a dad, I feel like you want to you have this pressure to like raise your kids to be adults. Like that's like the biggest goal, right? Is like you're, this kid is going to be an adult someday. We need to do all that we can to get them there. Mm-hmm. I think um, from a mom's perspective, it's like, well, we don't want to break them, you know? Because, like, I mean, it's easy to break kids, like, these days. I'm Especially with, I mean, school. Like, did you have the pressures that kids have nowadays to get into college? <laughs> did you? No. There wasn't, right? I mean, even... My parents already knew I wasn't going to college, so they were just like, oh, well, that one's done. (laughs) But I mean, like, the fact of the matter is kids nowadays, like, have to go to college or they're not going to get... I mean, like, that's what they're told, right? I mean, you have to go to college or else you're not going to get a job because it's so competitive. (laughs) 
So there's one thing that I shouldn't have done um, back in the day with Taylor, Haley, and Michaela. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually told them, I think it was like, you know, it was in high school. I can't remember what year. But, you know, I told them honestly, like, look, listen, you you need to go to college. But I can't pay for your college. Yeah. Like I was like, there's too many, too many of you kids. Yes, I understand it's my fault, not yours, but I can't pay for it. So you have to you have to get in by yourself. And the only way to do that is either to go in severe debt or, you know, I know. Or get a scholarship. So Mm -hmm. you know, I was kind of pushing that, look, listen, you guys gotta get straight A's. You guys gotta get Mm -hmm. they play softball. They were they're like hardcore softball players. That's awesome. And I coached softball for seven years, and um, but when they got to high school, they played, and you know, but the thing that I learned was that playing softball, I I get at least out there, you couldn't get a full scholarship playing really? softball. Do you think it's, it's just a partial? There's so many people maybe that, that try and maybe, but mm. and so the thing was is that you know when I learned that it was, it was kind of like, oh man. The kids actually think they're gonna they can get a full scholarship on this. Mm. And I think that like to get a full scholarship on softball, I think it's like one percent. Dang. So it's like, look, I'm not saying you guys aren't the best, because mm-hmm. you're my kids, of course you're the best. But it's we gotta start channeling, you know, yeah. start looking different avenues and things like that. So yep. I pushed really hard to guys, come on, you get straight A's, get straight A's, get straight A's, mm. get straight A's. How did um, that go? Mm, they graduated. <laughs> that's good. I'm not going to say with what GPAs, but yeah, no, no, no. But the biggest good. thing is that, like, it did come down to the point where it, I think it was like their last two years, mm-hmm. each of them, and you know, and tell me if I'm wrong, but I was the parent. Like, this is after, you know, I knew a scholarship was. I'm being real. Mm-hmm. Then I knew a scholarship was out the window. So, you know, the biggest focus was them graduating. Yeah. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, when they first start high school, you have big dreams like, yes, you're going to you're gonna get a scholarship, this and that. But then when reality sets in, when they become a uh, a junior and a senior, it's mm-hmm. like, okay, look, we just need to focus on graduating. Yeah. So yeah. I was the dad who always said, okay, you come home with a D, that's not good, but it's a, it's a D and not an F. I and, mean, that's how I was. Right. And I mean- Am really? I wrong for that? No. And I don't think you're wrong for that. And I think that as parents, it's really, you know, and nothing, not to bash schools, but schools are really tailored. They're not tailored to kids. I mean, they're not, they're, they're, you know, it's like, this is the box and everybody needs to fit mm-hmm. in this box. And reality is not all kids are book smart. You know, some right. kids are super creative. Some kids are super athletic. I mean, there's a lot of different types of smarts out there. And why aren't why aren't the schools like schools should be able to see that? Like, I know. You know, they I, they should know when a student is not you know book smart and mm-hmm. try to help them in other ways. Yeah. But what I've understand, and I can't talk about schools out here in Denver, but you know, from my experience. Is that schools out there were just, you know, they would only help those kids that wanted to be helped. And it's like, you know, that's, it can't go like that because, Mm -hmm. you know, one, I'm, I can only tell my kid 
to, you know, study and, you know, this and that. But us parents need help from the school system as well. Right. Oh, I totally to, agree. Because they're, you know, they're supposed to be the ones who, you know, went to school for this stuff to mm -hmm. learn how to teach kids how to. Yep. And I'm not bashing any teachers or any principals no. or anything like that. It's just, you know, s some school systems are just tailored to the one to the kids who want to learn mm -hmm. then and then the ones that are not interested in learning they're just you know yeah and it's the I think it's the ones that want to learn but it's the ones that you know those subjects might come easier to right you know it's like because we're all so different I mean everybody's so different and their strengths are so different so it's like you can't just expect that every kid is going to be interested in something that they're maybe not very good at you yeah. know I mean I'm not going to be interested on stuff that I mean like mechanical crap like I've known nothing about building engines <laughs> and I wouldn't because it just doesn't you know it's not my brain my brain right. is more artsy fartsy like but me as a me as an administrator in a school system i would say at least what are the things that you like to do right and mm -hmm. then i would channel those things that you would like to do into you know into the school system like yeah you know because you're not going to be the only one who likes to do those things right so it's like how can we make elise you know want to come to school and want to learn with the interest that she has mm -hmm. you know what i mean oh totally so it's like you know, it's, and it's tough. And I, I think like, and like you said before, it's not the teachers. I really don't think it's the teachers because I've met no, a ton of it's really not. awesome teachers that want that, but it's the funding. It's the, yeah, know, the it's time easy. It's a lot harder than we say it is. Yeah, so yes, oh, totally. I, I, I agree 150%. Yeah. Cause it's like, and a lot of the times these classes have like 30 kids or something, you know? And so it's like, how do you, how do you do that? But I do think that there needs to be something changed because, yeah. I mean, and when it comes to college, you know, we, my husband and I, like, we didn't get help with college either. And I mean, we're still paying off college debt right now. And it's, yeah, it's, I feel like it's worth it because, you know, my husband, you know, I didn't get to finish college. I will eventually, but he got a good job because of it. But that means that like, your kids are, you know, it's almost like you don't want your kids to like bring on like thousands of dollars in debt, but yeah. it's kind of the way things are now. So let me ask you this. Let me take the last couple minutes, few minutes that mm -hmm. we have for our show. And let me ask you for your help, mm -hmm. even though you, you know, I already, I know you don't have a adult kid yet, Yeah. but so if you're, and I'm asking for a friend, if you, if your kid was an adult, uh, let's just say 18 or older. And, you know, they didn't go to college and they're just, you know, basically getting by mm -hmm. and they think that's life. Like, how would you push that kid to do, you know, do more, um, you know, go to school, you know, let have them go to school or like, how would you push them towards? Think... And when is the limit to say, OK, you know what? You're a grown adult. Do what you do. I think that's a good question. And I mean, it's easy for me to answer because it's not my kid. I asking, think for if you asking, asking for a friend. Asking for a friend. Honestly, I think it's finding that like you, the unique qualities of certain people. So it's like, you know, a trade, you know, like what, what does, you know, what does that child really excel in? Even if it's not like educational or, you know, um, something that's easily identified in a career. Just, yeah. you know, help them figure out what they're really good at and, and support that. And maybe, you know, 
do stuff with them, you know, in that area. And then I think eventually if that person really sees that that's something that they're good at, like, you know, maybe naturally they'll just kind of find something, hopefully. I mean, as a parent, we just hope that that stuff happens. But So here's the deal. My friend has, you know, my friend has these kids who, you know, I understand. Well, I'm sorry. He understands that they just want to party. You know, they want to they want to live a fun life or whatever. But the the whole thing is, is that, you know, let's just say me, for instance, I wanted to do that and I did that. Mm-hmm. But it's been a rough road. Yeah. It's been really hard to get where I'm at now. And I'm not even where I want to be right now. So, you know, it's. It's like, yes, it was all fun. So my whole thing was to them, and of course, it's hard to tell them to do something when I didn't do it. Mm-hmm. But on the other side of that is that I did what you guys wanted to do. So you know what? It's me. It's me. <laughs> it's my kids. It's not a friend. <laughs> I can't keep doing this. But I kind of so, figured. So it's just basically in a nutshell is that I don't want you to take that rough road that I took, Mm -hmm. you know, believe me when I tell you, get all this taken care of first and then you can have your fun because it would be well worth it. I know. Being, being broke and wanting to have fun and stuff like that. It's not fun. It's not. And I don't know. I mean, there's some people that are broke, like traveling the world. Yeah. We still got to figure that out. Selling like. (laughs) Somebody help me with that. I don't know how that goes. I struggle to get out of freaking Colorado. I know, right? But Uh, yeah, I mean. Yeah, I honestly, I don't know. I don't have the answer to that because that's, that is a, it's a hard thing. But at the same time, I guess the thing that we need to like remind ourselves is like, would we go back on what we've learned? You know, I mean, like, even though it's been hard, like, you know, I mean, we've learned along the way, right? We've become wiser. I mean, I would want my kid, if if they didn't go to college and they chose to, you know, just do a trade or, or whatever, like, yeah, they're going to have a hard time, but are they a good person? Are they a good member of society? And have they learned something from it? Yeah. And, you know, that, and that's the beauty of it right now is that there's so much available that now that weren't available when we were there. So age. true. So. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could become a YouTube star and be a millionaire. <laughs> Hey. Overnight, <laughs> but it's not obviously. It's not gonna be us. No, 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 no. Maybe, but maybe yeah. let's can, let's let's talk about this one on our next episode. Okay. I gotta think yeah. of some things to, about that subject. But yes, I wanna. Yeah, we'll wanna, do some research. Yeah, I wanna go back on this because you know, of course, I wanna see my kids do better. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to tell them, like, look, all this fun that you wanna do now, you you only have to dedicate, you know, commit yourself to a couple years. Or a few years, but at least a couple years, and then you can have all the fun you want in your own place with a great job, with a nice car. You know, you Sounds can do nice. all that. I know. But who am I? <laughs> who are we? Yeah, I mean, seriously. What do we know? But so, yeah. That, well, I'm in the same boat as you. So, yeah, I think it's a good topic to cover. Maybe we should. Episode. That way, when this happens to you in a couple years, yeah. you'll be ready for it. Oh, yeah. I, I'm I'm all for that. I nice. want to be ready for it. So, yeah. Awesome. Sweet. Well, that concludes our show, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. And um, remember, you stay-at-home parents. I salute you. We salute you. 
Follow us on our social media pages, and we'll see you Twitter, Facebook, uh, Instagram, you know, all of it. See y'all later. Bye. This has been the Parental Composure Podcast with Elise Sombrano and Mike Ayers. For more content and podcasts and things that make you feel good, head over to ourcommunitynow.com.